live life as usual. Maybe we'd call that under-reacting. Maybe we'd buy extra hand sanitizer, extra toilet paper, extra, extra everything can prepare for the end of the world. Stockpiling on pasta and rice and bunker down and stay home for the next three months. Look, I'm not an expert by any means. I don't know where all of this is going to go, but like I said, I just got some faith perspective for you today. Firstly, the one of the things I'm definitely not going to do is to make any long-term or permanent decisions in this season. I find that in times of panic and crises, it's just not a good season to actually change direction or, for, or, or, or do something silly. It's always best to make wise decisions based on what you know today. Not what might happen or what could happen or what might, ha- might, might, might happen, but, but to make decisions based on what we know today. As followers of Jesus, disciples of him, we must filter our decision-making based on our worldview about, becoming, about being disciples. You might say, well, why? What? And I simply would say, well, the Bible says over and over in so many different ways, it says that we are not of this world. And the Bible actually encourages us not to be conformed to this world. We don't have to live like those with no hope. We can live with hope in this season. We are different. The title of my message today is simply not afraid. With the emphasis on not. So, very quickly, in your lounge rooms there, if you've got your Bibles or notepad, whatever it is, or your iPhone, however you're engaging with us today, I'd love for you to now get ready to take some notes and look up some scriptures. The three ways that I want to talk this morning about why we're not like this world. Well, number one is that we must live by faith, not by fear. Jesus said in John chapter 14, verse one, he said, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. He was actually encouraging his disciples to not get stressed out about stuff. Um, Later on in that same chapter, in John chapter 14, verse 27, he also says this, he says, peace, I leave with you. My peace, Jesus' peace, I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Thank you, Beth, I appreciate that. Um, um, Scripture. I like the way how the New Living Translation um, packs out that scripture, that same verse. It says that I'm leaving you with a gift, Jesus talking, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I gift give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. The, G- the peace that Jesus Christ is talking about is peace that goes beyond human understanding. God's not sitting in heaven in March 2020 going, oh, I didn't see that. 
I didn't understand that there could be a virus that might impact the whole world. Our God's faithful. He's in control. He's good. He won't leave us. He won't forsake us. He's believe. I got a strong belief and an unbelievable concrete understanding that somehow in the midst of all of this, God's going to bring good things. Yes, there's tragedy. Yes, there's um, uh, uh, terrible things that are happening, but somehow or other, I don't know how He's going to do it, but I believe and we should as believers be confident that somehow God can take chaos and turn it into good. Paul writes encouraging um, words to Timothy in 2 Timothy 1 verse 7. He says this, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love and self-discipline. We are not panicking. Can you say that this morning, today? We are not panicking. Hashtag Hope is greater than fear. Hashtag hope is greater than fear. Have faith. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. We, for we live by believing, not by seeing. We live by faith. We don't live by the fear that we see. My second point this morning is that, is that we, we are sacrificial as believers. We're not selfish. During the early church, they faced extreme persecution. Many losing their life because of their faith. First century Christians didn't hoard goods. Paul, again, talks to the church in Philippians, in Philippians 2, verses 3 and 4, and he says this, Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. In the early church, this first century church, when it first formed, Acts chapter 2, verse 4, 44 to 45 goes on like this. All the believers met together in one place. And here we are together online in many different places, probably many different countries all around the world. And they shared everything they had. They sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in needs. They were not rushing down to Jerusalem supermarket to grab emergency spares for the persecution that they were in. We are the body of Christ. We put others ahead of ourselves. Again, in that same few verses there in Acts, Acts chapter 2, the next couple of verses, 46 to 47, it says this. They worshipped together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's Supper and shared their meals with great joy and generosity, all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people. And each day, the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. Every day they continued to meet. 
It's not a time to bunker down and hide away. I encourage you to display your faith, to display your worship, not just once a week, here we are online, but daily. Church, why don't you consider joining us every day? We have a 7 a.m. Zoom prayer call. We have a 7 p.m. Zoom prayer time. 7 a.m., 7 p.m. every day of the week. I'd encourage you to click on our hopeyouseecom website and join us. Don't bunker down, but actually come in and come up at this time. When will we meet publicly again as a church? We don't know. But for the meeting together, Ken, again, I encourage you, um, meet in your life groups. If you're uncomfortable in that way, at least phone your life group members every week. Ask them what they're doing. Get on that call and actually look at them in the face. If you are meeting, then can I encourage you that you also create room at your table for one more. That again, start to think about who should be in this space that we can look after. We've always been biased to have church and we always will. You smart people, if you don't feel well or don't feel it's wise, stay at home and attend church online. But don't stop worshipping. Don't stop seeking God. If it becomes obviously unsafe for a um, extended period of time, us as a church here at Hope You See, we're going to shift into the most evangelistic church online movement that we can be. I believe that God will use this time of tragedy to actually turn people to Jesus. We live by faith, not by fear. We are going to be sacrificial, not selfish in my third point. We shine the light. We do not hide. Jesus, again, teaching his disciples in Matthew chapter five says this, you are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. During this time, people, people are afraid, they're unsettled, they're anxious, but they're also looking for hope. We are the hope dealers. Jesus has commissioned us in our street, in our business, in our online community, in your school, wherever that it is, you are the hope dealer. You're the local hope dealer. Light shiner. Look, this virus may be highly contagious. I'm praying that Christians also become even more contagious. Spreading hope, spreading love, spreading the good news of life in Christ. I'm believing the hope of Jesus spreads faster than any virus. You know, I did a little research and I just looked up the word not, N-O-T, and just wanted to encourage you this morning that 
At the birth of Jesus, the angels came down to the crowds and said, do not be afraid. Instead, you've got a time for good news and great joy. The Bible says in many different ways, it says we are not of this world. We do not live by bread alone, but on every word of God. Do not store up for yourself treasures on this earth, but store up in heaven. Do not worry about tomorrow. Each day has enough trouble of its own. We walk by faith, not by sight. God has not given us a spirit of fear. Like Jesus, He says, not my will, but yours being done. Do we have good news? Yes, we are saved by grace and not by works, justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law. The Bible goes on and says, uh, do not set your minds on earthly things, on social media, the news, set your mind on things above. Let perseverance finish its work, not lacking anything. Do not become weary in doing good. Will it be a battle? Yes. We struggle not against flesh and blood, but against rulers and authorities and powers of this world. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise. We will not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. We will not give up meeting together. Do whatever you can. Send this link. Encourage people in the days and the weeks um, to come. Watch us on YouTube. Hope you see to actually encourage people about the hope in Jesus Christ. The Lord is our helper. We will not be afraid. Not ashamed of the name of Jesus or the power of the gospel. It's the gospel that brings salvation to everyone who believes. We must not be anxious about anything. We are different, not of this world. Our minds are not conformed. We are transformed so that we can do the will of God. My point number one, we live by faith, not by fear. We are sacrificial, not selfish. And we shine the light. We do not hide the light. Closing in my last scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 7 to 9. And then I'm going to pray. We now have this light shining in our hearts. But we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Church, I want to pray for you this morning. Holy Spirit, you know everyone watching, live here this morning or delayed on some other delivery system, but you know them. 
I don't. But by your power, speak to them in this moment. Lord, that you would encourage their hearts that they would have the courage to stand away from fear and actually pick up the mantle of hope. No matter what the world tells us, our hope is in You, Jesus. Our hope is in You. Lord, I pray that we we'll speak that You would lift those people with timidity in their hearts, that the anxiety is, is rushing through their blood, that Lord, as they even reach out their hands to this screen, that somehow, Holy Spirit, You'll speak to them. Let hope be their portion. Let hope be their portion. We pray all of this in Your strong and powerful Name. And everyone here and online said, Amen. 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 Bless you guys. Thank you.